Welcome back to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter at Edgework Show and on YouTube on the uh, Edgework YouTube channel. If you guys uh, want to get notified every single time that we go live, make sure to go over to the YouTubes, hit subscribe, like this stream, and turn on those notifications so you get notified as soon as we go live. No Rob today, but we are joined by So Money. So Money, you've been on uh, you've been on a bunch of shows I guess this Whoa. this week. I think you were on this is your third show this week, so getting uh <laughs> getting active across the Edgework shows and Andy joining us every Friday. Andy is from Vison. You can get access to Andy's daily NHL betting market report with Vison's pro subscription. Andy yeah. Excuse me, sorry. New hat over there. I'm seeing new hat in the rotation. I feel like at this point we may get a new hat every single week of the uh, of the Edgework show. <laughs> but uh, pretty fired up this morning. Full slate of games. 14 NHL games today, starting uh, just after noon. So uh, how are you feeling going into today? Uh, not great, I guess. And that's not because there aren't a ton of betting opportunities. There are, but. Um, it's just a, it's a tough slate. And a lot, you know, I, I don't like, and maybe people look at this differently, but like, I don't like when my model kind of points to a lot of favorites because you've got to be perfect almost to, you know what I mean? Like, in a, a lot of ways, um, you can have a winning, a winning percentage on a night like this, but, uh, but still lose money. So, uh, you know, if you don't estimate your edge properly or if yeah, you, you know what, you bet more on the losers than you do on the winners. Um, so uh, I don't really love that, but uh, in general, it's just a tough slate to figure out because we've had a day off with uh, Thanksgiving in the U.S. and um, a lot of these teams, like uh, the majority of these teams are playing again on Saturday. So starting goaltenders are, are going to be tough to figure out. Yeah, it uh, it is pretty interesting. And then what do you guys make of the whole no NHL games on American Thanksgiving? I mean, it's the NBA, the NHL both does it, but I saw a lot of people online yesterday saying like, why can't the Canadian teams play some games or have some Canadian matchups? It is kind of interesting that there's no NHL games at all on American Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think I think it's a missed opportunity. Um it it wasn't it it wasn't always like this, right? They the the NHL did used to have a couple of games on 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 thanksgiving um especially for the for for the canadian teams it's a it's a chance to really showcase um yeah you're going up against nfl but i mean like i'm I'm sure in canada like people have split screens all the time right so i think i i think it's a missed opportunity here all right let's get into the games here oh sorry andy I was just going to say that I, I don't know. I don't mind that. I don't mind a day off, <laughs> you know, give, give, give the Americans their day with football. I guess you could have some, some late games, uh, maybe some West coast games or something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind the day off, especially after getting my ass kicked on Wednesday. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. 14 games today, as mentioned, and they are kicking off at 1 p.m. So let's start with this game, Carolina Hurricanes, Boston Bruins. As Andy alluded to, not much uh, confirmation in terms of goaltenders in any of these games here today. So we will try not to speculate, but uh, this game, Carolina heading to Boston for the 1 p.m. game. Boston is favored right now, minus 150 Carolina, plus 135 if you're looking at some of the consensus odds on this game. Bruins 17-3-0, they're first in the Atlantic. They are tops of the league in terms of offensive statistics, defensive statistics. Like They are just one of 
they are the best team in the NHL right now. They are rolling along. And Jim Montgomery looking at uh, possible Jack Adams, Linus Olmark, strong candidate to uh, win the Vesna at this point. I know Rob was talking about on the Circles Off podcast earlier this week. He grabbed some Linus Olmark a couple weeks ago for the Vesna. So it is a strong, strong possibility for that to happen if he continues to roll along what he's been doing. 13 and 1 in net, 1.96 GAA and a 9.35 save percentage. So that Boston team has just been unstoppable all year. Carolina Hurricanes on the other end, it's been an interesting study with what they've been up to. 10, 6, and 4 on the season. They're third in the Metro. And. This is a team that doesn't really have that superstar player amongst their roster. They don't have a guy who can really like push you over the edge, but they are a very good team all across. But they have dealt with some injury news in terms of their goalies for the most part this season. So even though we don't necessarily know who's going in there today, it's not going to be one of their number one guys or 1A, 1B guys really at this point. Andy, when you're looking at this Bruins-Canes game, Kane's game what do you make of this in terms of Boston being so good all season long so far and the Canes have just been competitive they're in there but they haven't really been able to score much yeah uh, I mean Carolina's offense wasn't all that special to begin with they ranked 19th uh, in October but they've they've hit a new low here uh, in the last few weeks only the Blackhawks and Flyers have have scored goals at a a lower rate Um, and you know the They'll they'll improve when when they get Tuvo Teravainen back and and uh, Max Pacioretty, um, but there's no real timetable on on their returns. They they're skating right now, kind of like on the side, um, but yeah, nothing from the team yet. And obviously Frederick Anderson, he can't score goals, but uh, he would certainly help them have a better chance at winning some of these games. But all of this is is good news for Boston. Like you mentioned, the Bruins are the best team in the NHL right now. Um, not only that, but they're the, the best team uh, on home ice, 11 and 0 record. Um, now they, they have, like, you look at their home games, they played some pretty weak teams. Uh, things have worked out pretty, pretty good for Boston. I think, you know, you look at their first 25 games of the season here, and I did before the season started, and I thought to myself, like, yeah, there's some tough teams on this schedule, but they play a lot of these games at home, uh, and, and they might be able to, you know, get 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 some wins here and kind of surprise people and and obviously that's what they've done um but yeah they they're the top offensive team in in the league and like you said Allmark has been elite this season and this is all bad news for Carolina who can't score goals um they are you know they 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 scored some they scored some goals against Winnipeg they were shut out for the first 55 minutes of that hockey game the next night shut out by the Arizona Coyotes um, prior to that, they scored one goal against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, like you said, they just don't have that that superstar talent, and um, they'll be better. I know I don't think they'll ever be, you know, a top offensive team, uh, even if they grade out as one uh, as far as their like peripherals and underlying underlying metrics. But um, I think you know Carolina is always going to be this team that that probably has to rely on their their defense more than anything. So. Uh, they they play the Flames on Saturday. It's unclear who who Brenda Moore is going to go with. Um, it seems like uh, the the youngster uh, Koch, Kochekov, <laughs> sorry, is uh, I haven't got that guy's name down right yet. Um, <laughs> is uh, is the better option right now? He's been pretty good, small sample size, but he's got pedigree. He was a high draft pick. Um, but you know, I think Ranta was supposed to start on Wednesday. He he didn't because he got banged up in practice. So it's 
probably like a 50 50 chance that you know one of these guys starts since they um since they are playing uh playing again on saturday but um not really sure who it is i do think Allmark is going to start though i feel pretty confident in that uh the Bruins have what is it here um he's been resting for three days and he's got three more days off following this game so i think they'll want to get Allmark back in the crease right so not a good matchup for the hurricanes given their offensive struggles i think boston's a good bet at minus 150 uh depending on how the the starting goaltenders shake out i i probably would think about increasing my bet size but for now it's just a 1.5 units to win a one unit kind of bet yeah, fair enough. And one of the things that I was thinking, like, kind of shocked by when I looked at the Hurricanes, like, they aren't that superstar offensive team. That's something you talked about there as well, like, added on to. But it's like, they are 27th in goals. They are 30th in power play percentage. They're 32nd in their shooting percentage. Like, this is just, they can't put anything in the net. Like, they're, they're, very, they're really struggling, especially considering... They they are a good team. Like they are a good team. They have they do have good players there, uh, but it's just it's been a struggle to get pucks in the back of the net for them. I just want to add, it's almost like they've reverted back to the Hurricanes of old. You know that didn't it, the difference being they have some goaltending now, and they didn't in those years five, six, seven years ago when they were one of the best possession teams in hockey. Uh, but they're they're still that. But they've kind of you know they're I you know they just don't look as dangerous with some of the changes that they made over the last few years, even. Even swapping out, you know, Tony D'Angelo, it might have been a bad idea. I, I have no idea, but um, yeah, the Hurricanes—they're—they're they're struggling right now. And 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 just to add on that, I I completely agree with like with like everything you guys are saying. Um, but even before this losing streak, at least they were kind of generating offense um, in terms of not the, the the goals haven't been coming, but um, they they were generating high high. High, high yeah. danger chances. They, they, they were carrying the play in a lot of these games. In this streak here, in, the, in, in this four game losing streak, um, even that has fallen off, right? So, and like we're and like we're not talking about them playing defensive stalwarts here, right? Like besides besides Colorado, three of those four games on this streak, they they should have been able to carry the play, right? So, yeah. um, I think that um, that would be concerning for me for um, um, if I was looking at Carolina. Um, I'm I come in neutral on this game, but um, there's no way that I would be getting involved with Carolina right now. Just one more thing. It's, I find this kind of the whole thing really interesting here. Carolina, like you said, like I, I remember maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was writing about Carolina. It was before betting on them, trying to justify why I was betting on them. And I was talking about just that, that, you know, they, their offense was worse than it was last season on the surface but if you look at the underlying metrics their expected goals per 60 minutes was higher than it's than it was all of last season and uh they looked like they could possibly you know turn into a a, a juggernaut offensive team but they just you, you, you can just tell sometimes with these teams that don't have like like zach said the superstar talent and the canes have a lot of star talent but they don't have any of those really like elite elite players uh, that some of these other teams do, these game changers, uh, outside of maybe Sebastian Ajo. You, you thought Sveshnikov might be a guy like that, but he hasn't really gotten there yet. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just really interesting. And obviously injuries hurt this team's chances right now. But uh but yeah, um I, I do worry intuitively, uh I do I wish I could bake this into my numbers a little bit, uh, you know, with with a little bit more confidence. 
But I do worry about Carolina just coming out with a really good effort after getting shut out by the fucking Coyotes, right? So it's like, <laughs> that's that's the concern for me. That's about it. Yeah, uh, that's always like a little kick in the pants if you get shut out by the Coyotes, lose to the Coyotes. We've seen that with numerous teams around the NHL, and one of those teams being the Toronto Maple Leafs, who head to Minnesota today to take on to play against the Wild at 2 p.m., this is a game that I don't know what to make of it. I watch pretty much 82 Leafs games a season, like regular season games at least. Right now, consensus odds minus 109 for Toronto, minus 102 for Minnesota. The Leafs are 11-5-5, but they're second in the Atlantic right now. Minnesota is 9-8-2, fifth in the Central. Minnesota just gets Flurry back off of the injured reserve. It looks like he might go today. Still, as we said, like we don't really really know for certain, but it is confirmed Matt Murray will be in net for Toronto. And coming into this season, you would have said, like, ah, well, does that mean anything? Based on the way he's been playing over the last little while, he's been a stud in net for the Leafs. And three one and one, two point four GA and the nine two six save percentage. He's been one of the best players on this Leafs team every time he's gone in net for them. But on the flip side here, the Leafs are without Morgan Riley, TJ Brody, Jake Muzzin, and now Jordy Ben. And if that's not enough, look at the guys who have now gone in. You're gonna have Justin Hall playing twenty two plus minutes a night for them, and Mark Giordano at thirty nine, who played over twenty five minutes in the last game. This Leafs team, it's weird because on a regular night, I don't know what to think about them. And then you somehow take these guys out who are their top-end guys, the heavy minute loggers, and the team somehow manages to play just as well as they do, if not better sometimes, elevating their game. I mean, so money, if you're going to look at this game where you've got Minnesota, who hasn't been great, and now all of a sudden they're getting Flurry back, who wasn't great before he was injured, he's just coming off of this, against the Leafs team, who is decimated by injuries on the back end, how do you kind of break this game down? So I know all you uh, guys are looking at this game thinking that this is the perfect game for the Leafs to lose here. Um, a, a win over New Jersey, and then we got Pittsburgh tomorrow night. Right. Um, yeah. I, what the, the, the thing about the Leafs right now is that even though they have those guys out, they're actually not playing that poorly, poorly defensively right now. Right. Like they, they are, I'm just looking at the Leafs chart right now. They, they, they are limiting their, their, their chances. Um, and, and for, for Minnesota, they, they scored their six goals against and they're in, in their last game. But, um, even though their goals are coming, it's not indicative of 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 their play right now, right? So I think that um, in general, it's a tough matchup for the Leafs because you're looking at kind of you're you're coming off the New Jersey win. I um, Murray's Murray's confirmed, but um, I I don't know how much they're going to be able to um, generate against against Minnesota whereas I I look at Minnesota the same way as their 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 scoring is not what it should be considering the way that they're playing right now so um I kind of like the under in this game um but I think that both teams uh, this could be this this could be a low scoring game here yeah I guess to play devil's advocate uh which I love to do um I wonder how much of the Leafs playing well defensively with all of those injuries is just, you know, that kind of 
boosts that we see teams get sometimes when yeah. when players are out and you know you see some players step up and kind of next man up but uh it's pretty tough to sustain that uh you know as time goes on i i feel like um and a lot of the times we see that kind of kind of bottom out after a little bit what but, but you know we'll see i think toronto is a pretty good defensive team overall just not not on their blue line but overall team defense so maybe they can sustain it yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, see how this one goes. I know that I'll definitely be watching that, but um, hopefully Matt Murray can continue his success because right now, as so many and I talked about yesterday, Kyle Dubas is looking pretty good on those goaltending moves he made in the in the off season. Moving on to need- another game. <laughs> What's that? I said he needs it. Yeah, he, yeah, he does need it right he now. The guys are clinging on life support at this point, but in terms of the eyes of uh, Leafs fans. Uh, But moving on to another game here, the Calgary Flames going to the Washington Capitals at 2 p.m. today here. Calgary consensus odds minus 118, Washington plus 107. This one is interesting to me because Calgary is a team who hasn't quite figured it out completely yet. Uh, I think that it's one thing where, I mean, we did talk about this earlier in the week. There's chemistry things that go on when you add big name players to a team and you have big name players go out the other way. Jacob Markstrom hasn't played great so far this season, so that hasn't necessarily helped them. And especially considering what he's supposed to be and what he was when he was in Vancouver and when he first got to Calgary. But then on the other side, Washington to me is just... They're not a great team anymore. They're a little bit older. They're slower. They're a team that can be competitive. They're going to win games. They're not going to get blown out necessarily, but they're just not that good anymore. And Darcy Kemper has been average. He hasn't been incredible, but he hasn't been bad for them. Uh, Andy, is this a matchup here where you're kind of thinking like this might just be easily Calgary, or do you think Washington might actually have a fighting chance here against the Flames? I think the Capitals always kind of have a fighting chance, like you said, because they're, you know, I I do think a lot of their struggles, I thought they could maybe overcome some of these injuries uh, early in the season, but then more injuries piled up. uh, And and obviously that didn't help. You know, you're watching your games early in the season and I'm like, wow, this, this Beck Malenstein uh, kid looks, you know, like a serviceable player. Boom. He's out too. Uh, Orloff, Oshie, right? Like it's, it's not gone well for this team and their underlying metrics are pretty brutal right now. Um, I would make the flames uh, as high as a minus 132 favorite uh, if if it was Markstrom versus Lindgren. Uh, but I'm at around minus 120 if it's Markstrom versus Kemper. Both of these teams play tomorrow. Another one of these matchups that's tough to figure out. But I would be on the flames uh, at the current minus 120 i don't think that's a consensus price but it is i would say widely available at at multiple sports books so i would be uh i would be on the flames at minus 120 if it ended up being lindgren versus markstrom but otherwise uh neutral on this game i think you know just look at the the capitals uh in all situations they're kind of like a break-even team their expected goals kind of low at around 46 and a half percent but everything else uh and their goal share mind you is about 46 percent uh, so they're being outscored more often than not, but they're hanging in there, uh, you know, kind of pretty closely in most games. And that has a lot to do with they're just they're just playing break even hockey. They don't allow, allow a, a ton of shots, uh, you know, um, and uh, and they're a veteran team. So, I mean, they're always going to be in there, but I would be on the flames if the goaltending matchup worked out in my favor here. 
So a lot yeah, of this I, information uh, today is going to have to do with uh, goaltending. Whatever you see in that, be ready to uh, to cl- uh, to act quickly. Yeah, I'm 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 on the flames uh, regardless right now. Um, I come in a little bit higher than Andy. Um, I think that if we do see Mark Kemper, I've got um, Calgary at minus one twenty five. Um, I did play them smaller earlier, and um, I will be adding depending on the on the morning skate here, or if they do have a morning skate. Well, they won't have a morning skate, but depending on the warm-ups here, um, if there's no if there's no surprises, I'm gonna um, be fully on Calgary up to minus 125. Um, you guys nailed it, um, and I've talked about this before on the on the show as well. I'm not concerned about the Flames at all. Um, I think that um, once 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 they shore up their the the back end of their blue line. Um, and we're showing and, and seeing what Tanev can do for them. Um, I, I, and hopefully Markstrom gets starts to get a little bit more more consistent. But long term, not worried about things at all. Um, Washington is a team that I do worry about. Um, it, like Andy mentioned, it it is tough to get a handle on on the Capitals right now just because of all the injuries that they have. Um, but the way I, I, I look at it, I've struggled with the Capitals for the last like four years now. So, so it's, it's, it's not anything new for me, but, um, but this, this play is going to be more predicated on what I think about the flames and I'm not worried about the flames. So up to, up to minus minus one twenty five, I think, I, I think I'm good there. Okay. Well, um, we can track the one that thing I will the, say uh... is that there's, I, I still think there's a chance that, they could go back to Vladar. He had a day off and Sutter's a weird guy and does some weird things sometimes. That's so I am thing, yeah. kind of watching out for that, right? So Yeah, totally. All right. All the picks that are tracked on this show are tracked in the BetStamp app and you can find it in the marketplace as Edgework. So if you want to get notifications in real time when these plays are tracked and you want to see them after, go to the BetStamp app, go to the marketplace. and uh, we, uh, Do we have time to talk about any more games, Zach? Or yeah. You- yeah, yeah, we do, man. What the hell? No, we're good. We got time. Oh, you're just doing a, doing I'm like just a, a plugging. read through or something? Is that like? Yeah, a... yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Want to make Sorry, sure people can see the picks here, Andy. Want to make sure people can see the picks. We got plenty of time. Um, the next game that I was going to go to is the Philly Pittsburgh game. Um, Philly in Philly at five thirty here. Another game where both teams have games tomorrow night. Philadelphia, they're. They've come back to earth after that hot start. They're on an eight-game losing streak right now. And I don't think anyone out there at all expected the uh, the Flyers to continue what they were doing to start the season. But uh, an eight-game losing streak to come back down to earth is pretty... Uh, I mean, that one hits hard. It cannot feel good to be on that team right now going out there and having to deal with that. And then you've got John Tortorella behind the bench who's... Uh, not going to be very easy on you while this is going on. So it might be a good thing for them to whip them into shape, but in terms of a uh, happy atmosphere, it's definitely not conducive to that. Whereas on the other end, they're facing off against a team in Pittsburgh who is starting to heat up a little bit. They are on a four-game win streak. They're 10-7-3, fifth in the Metro. Like Malkin, Crosby, you're going to get some production out of these guys. Some of their supporting cast looks like they're playing pretty well like this this pittsburgh team is starting to do some of the things you thought ahead of the season that they might be capable of doing to me it's like i know i i wouldn't lay it at minus 221 which or yeah minus 221 which is consensus right now for pittsburgh but that being said i would just basically look at this one and say like i think personally this is an easy easy win for for the penguins here today against the flyers 
We'll lay the minus 221 then, Zach. <laughs> I would not do it. It scares the heck out of me, just like the uh, the Leafs going up against the Coyotes at minus 400. <laughs> do you want to? you have anything on this game, so money, or you want me to, to take this one? Take it, Andy. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's let's start off by saying Carter Hart was never going to save the Flyers. Uh, he's been average over his last six starts, so he might be in the clear here because Philly has cost a lot of us money, I think, uh, at least earlier in the season before we maybe maybe wisened up a little bit to what was happening with, with their goaltending. But, um, you know, they're on the verge of losing their ninth game in a row. Their goaltending has been horrendous. Uh, they've allowed at least four goals in seven of their eight losses. Uh, they ranked dead last on offense. Pittsburgh, they haven't been operating all that smoothly, like you mentioned, but they're Six wins in their last eight games, four in a row. Uh, they've got some confidence heading into the Battle of Pennsylvania. Does anybody call it that? Uh, or I don't know. Um, the Penguins, yeah. They, they, I think they're the, the right side here. But I also think that the market is a little bit still too high on Philly, mostly due to Carter Hart. And, um, you know, I think they're close to being as bad as Chicago is and, and, Chicago and Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh closed about the same price that they are right now uh, in Chicago, um, you know, not too long ago. And I can't remember if the Blackhawks were on a back-to-back, so I'm, I'm maybe mistaken for even bringing that up. But uh, but maybe Pittsburgh was. I have no idea. It's been a weird couple of days. So I like the Penguins either way, um, but I'm definitely going to, like, sit around and wait and see how it all shakes out. There's a chance, a very small chance that it could be – uh, Sandstrom in goal for Philadelphia, although I, I doubt it. I think there's actually a greater chance because he started the last game and Tortorella is a freak that Carter Hart could start both of these games because they've got two days off, I think, until they face the Islanders again, who they play tomorrow. So it'll be interesting. But I think Pittsburgh should be a much bigger favorite if, regardless of how the goaltending works out. I guess minus 250 would be my kind of floor price there on the Penguins uh, if it's uh, Jari versus Carter Hart, but uh, you know any other matchup, I think the Penguins should be a little bit higher than that. But I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hold off. It's just, um, it's a total cop out. Don't track me. Don't don't track me. All right. Oh, you don't want me to track you <laughs> no, in the bets. You, you, you didn't do it, did you? You can't <laughs> no. delete it on bets. Was right? not tracked. No, I tried. You cannot. Believe me, I tried to delete all my losing picks. <laughs> uh, no, you cannot delete them in the BetStamp app, in the marketplace, where you can find all of our picks at Edgework. Are there any more games that are sticking out to you guys here tonight? Or this afternoon, I guess, because there are games all day. I have one, but I'm going to let shut up, and if somebody wants to jump in here. Um, I'm just waiting. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the morning skates. I'm waiting for warm-ups. I'm waiting for, for our coaches to speak. Um, it's, it's, it's really tough. Um, one thing that did stand out to me was um, just – just a general observation, um, the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, they have completely turned it around. They're trending better overall, um, <clears throat> um, offensively, defensively. Um, they're, I, I think that um, they're a team that, 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 that I really want to get on going forward. Um, other than that, like I'm, it's, it's a really tough board here. Yeah. Um, one game that I find just intriguing, and I might not end up with any action on it, um, I, I would say back to the Boston game. I know Zach, we were talking about playoff, player props before. Um, and I still I still really like Jake DeBrusque. I've been kind of sprinkling on him to, to score a goal. Um, 
you know, not every game, obviously, but uh, you know, in spots where I, I think he might have some chances. And tonight's a, a little bit of a, a tough one, but, um, you know, given how Carolina has been kind of limping around lately, Boston putting up a lot of goals. I, I like, I think Dabrowski is a, a, you know, a solid candidate to, to get one playing with Bergeron and Marchand to being on that top power play unit. But the Kings and the Sharks game really intrigues me because the Sharks and Kings have totally flip-flopped, not in terms of their underlying metrics, but just offensively. Um, in October, the Kings were like the fourth best team in goals per 60 minutes in all situations. Uh, they're down to, I believe, the 24th best team or something like that. Uh, I have to double-check here. Um, where is it? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, where is Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah. No team scored fewer goals than San Jose did in October, uh, 11 games, but only six teams have scored more goals than the Sharks so far in November, also 11 games. And uh, the Kings went from being fourth best offensive team in October to being the ninth worst offensive team in November. Pretty pretty crazy turnaround here for San Jose. They're, they're killing it on, on offense. Um, and there's a possibility that James Reimer could be back. I, I think the Kings are still a better team, um, but they're – God damn it, they're pissing me off lately. I've, you know, they've really kind of not come through for me when I needed them to on a couple of occasions. L losing that game to the Rangers, despite carrying the play and leading to nothing. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like I, I lean towards the Kings, but the Sharks are kind of scaring me in these situations now. I don't really want to underestimate them here. I've got a, 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 a little bit, I, I rate them a little bit higher now than I did two weeks ago. So um, it's a little bit concerning, I guess. Yeah, with the with, with 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 the Kings too. I think that they're 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 very unlucky right now. Um, they're also oh totally, but that's the story all the time with the Kings. Like yeah, and they're all, and and they're also not not getting the goaltending right. Like last year, yeah. going into last year, we thought that okay, this might be the end of the road the the end of the road for uh for, for Jonathan Quick, and and he was great last year, but now we're starting to think that maybe it was this year, and. <laughs> I don't know. It's still too early, um, and Cal Peterson hasn't um, hasn't developed to no. to the extent that we thought he would, too, right? So, and I don't know if that um, last year with with him not getting as many starts as anticipated, if that kind of stunted his development a bit. But um, but but he stepped back for, for 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 the most part, and they're not getting consistency from from quick. So. Um, and it's not like you can just upgrade your goaltending at this point, right? Like these are the, these are your guys. So um, yeah. I, if if they don't get that goaltending, I'd be I'd I'd be worried about them because they're not they're not playing poorly. No, no, they're not. They're a well-structured team. Tom McClellan is a really good coach. I think um, I, I just I like the Kings a lot in general, and I think they could be really good. Like they've got a, like even on paper, they've got some real talent in their in their top six. Um, and like with guys like Velarde really showing up now, um, I like it. And, and their defense is pretty good. But uh, but just as far as quick goes um, and Peterson, like I've I feel I've really been surprised at how the market sees these two goaltenders. Like, I don't think Peterson's good, but I don't think quick is necessarily like um, I don't think he gives the team that much of a lift. I still think he's better than Peterson. And I, I you know, he gives the, the team a, a better chance to win a given game. But uh, I don't think it's as great of a difference or as big of a gap as the market. Yeah. Uh, and and that's been frustrating. I've, 
lost some closing line value in situations where I thought I would gain it. And, um, and I want to try to correct that, I guess, and be a little bit more careful here on the Kings going forward. I don't think I want to rush into betting them unless it's a, you know, there's some situations where it's like the, the price you kind of can't refuse. Uh, but, um, you know, just in general, until it sorts itself out in that manner, I, I kind of want to tread lightly on LA here and, uh, and yeah, Peterson, he's just not developing. I mean, early, early signs were really, really showing and, uh, but I'm not, I'm not giving up on quick yet. I think he's, I think he hasn't been able to find a re- rhythm yet. I think they're, the organization is kind of almost, uh, I've had some people tell me that like they're trying to get Peterson into a groove here and that's probably going to have a, a negative impact on, on quick and, and given that goalies need to play uh, to yeah. be, to be good a lot of the time. Right. So. Yeah. Totally. And the the Kings are just a weird. T- the whole West is honestly just kind of weird at this point, like with what's going on in term, even in terms of the standings. Like we talked about the Kraken yesterday, the fact that they've been able to do what they've been doing, and the guy who's been a net for them, basically helping them along with what they've been doing is Martin Jones. Like it's not being Grubauer, and then you're looking over at other teams where they're being carried by offenses, and those teams are able to do something because, like the Edmonton Oilers, they have no goal. T- they're getting no goaltending right now at all. Like you can't put Jack Campbell in the net. Stuart Skinner uh, was good to start, but then hasn't been as great lately. Like there's just been some weird stuff going on, and those standings are pretty much up for uh, up for grabs at this point. Like nothing over there is going to be solidified at any point. Even looking at the St. Louis Blues, the St. St. Louis started this season god awful came on here saying like Barube might be first coach fired and now they've started to heat up and some of it is in dis- it, despite of Jordan Bennington and some of it he's been great in some of the games like it's just been a complete gong show yeah. in the west I mean they, they've showed up for sure but you know wins over the Ducks twice two 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 wins over the Ducks yeah. I don't know why they're playing three times this season uh, and the same amount as Calgary and Edmonton. Like, what do you do in NHL? Like, do you not know us at all? Do you know what we like? We don't like ducks and blues. Um, Washington uh, win over them in a shootout, win over Chicago. They, yeah, they beat Vegas and Colorado in a couple of close games. Uh, yeah, and a win over the Sharks. So kind of see a streak coming for them on their schedule. If you, you look ahead, I didn't, I'm not going to say I made a bunch of money betting on the blues or anything, but I could kind of see them turning it around after, uh, that stretch of games there, but I don't. I'm still not very high on this team, especially because Jordan Bennington seems to be broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a bit of a head case. So there's that too. But uh, all right, that has been the Friday show of Edgework. You can find us on YouTube at Edgework. Hit subscribe, like this stream, and turn on notifications on this channel so you get notified when we go live every day, Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And you can find us on Twitter at Edgework Show, where all of the updates about when shows are going live, who will be on what show, when those are posted, you can also find us streamed on there as well. But if you want to interact during the show, make sure to go over to YouTube because that is where we will see the comments. No Rob today, but so money did fill in. He's at the Black has... Friday sex toy sale. <laughs> that, that's where Rob is today. <laughs> he had to he had to be there. He had to be there at eight thirty. It started. So. Yeah, fair enough. You wanted to make sure you didn't miss a spot in queue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thank you so money for hopping in here today. Greatly appreciated. And Andy, 
as always, every Friday. And you can find Andy McNeil on VEASAN. You can get access to Andy's daily NHL betting market report with VEASAN's pro pro subscription. Thank you guys so much for joining here today. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. It made me change the name. It's just NHL bets today now. It's not the betting market report. No, no, it's not the betting market report anymore. SEO, you know, like that stuff, like search yeah. engine stuff. Like easier, that, that matters, easier to search. <laughs> yeah, Nobody's searching for the NHL betting market report, I guess. So it's the NHL bets today. <laughs> That's what it is now. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So you can find Andy's NHL bets today with VEASAN's Pro subscription. Make sure to go check that out. Thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us on Twitter. We will see everyone back on Monday with Andrew Walker, Joe Madden, Alex B. Smith, and myself. Guys, I'm on all the edge. G-team. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in here today. Enjoy the rest of your Thanksgivings and enjoy the NHL games today. Thanks, guys.